89.3 The Current. I'm digital producer Luke Taylor, and I'm honored to be joined in the studio today by performer, songwriter, and soul singer Paviel French. Welcome, Paviel. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. It's so great to have you in today. Good to be here. Now, today we're talking about Prince, and back on April 21, at the block party outside First Avenue that was put together to honor and remember Prince, Paviel captivated the crowd with her cover of I Would Die For You. Mm-hmm. That, um, that song is just my favorite song. I, uh, I couldn't think of any other song to sing. Um, I think it's one of his most spiritual songs, and it's just very simple and succinct. And um, it was amazing. It was just one of the most climactic points of my life, my career. And it was just a huge blessing to be able to honor him on the day that he passed. I mean, it was just such a special day. You know, I just, I believe things like that, you know. Just even even the way the the, the date added up to two sevens, you know. He died four twenty one sixteen, you know. So it's just it, it it was just amazing and you know, the sky being purple after I got off of work and I just remember that day and I'll remember that day for the rest of my life. Truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly. yeah. Something else. As I understand it, when you were a teenager you had Kind of a, an encounter with Prince, a mm-hmm. chance meeting of sorts. Um, can you tell us that story? Yeah. Uh, when I was 16, uh, I had been singing since I was five and performing and stuff. But when I was 16, I really stepped into the world here, the music world here, and started meeting all these people. And I was in this band called Edupoetic Entertainment. And uh, Prince invited us to his house for a festival that he threw at Paisley Park called Xenophobia. And this was this festival where he wanted just any and everybody to come out. It didn't matter who you were. He just wanted people to come out and uh, break, you know, break down fears, break down stereotypes, break down all these things. Just come together and uh, be one with each other, you know, just party and and enjoy themselves. And uh, he invited us out there and we went and I was with my big brother and uh, my all my big brothers in the band or whatever. And we ended up... uh, you know, playing ball on the court and there was a big cookout and we got to go inside. And once we went inside, it was just amazing to me, just the fact that he had like a museum in his house. Like, this is nuts. You have where we stayed at the art recording studio. You have all these, there's like theaters in there and his drummers are giving tutorials. And uh, I remember going into the music shop that was inside the store and just being like, oh my goodness, he's selling like Maceo's music. And, you know, just, that's amazing. You know, just, just for somebody to be so stellar and so amazing themselves but have the utmost respect for musicians that they learn from and also support that prince was just he was very key with that he just he had a way even even though he was one of the greatest he still had other people who were the greatest in his mind you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it, 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 he was just amazing like that but um but as we were going through the studio and you know going through all these little places and stuff i remember uh prince like peeking his head out you know but like behind the door and then he was gone it was just like now you see me now you don't and I was just like I turned around I was like was that Prince like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) y'all that's so funny wow because a a lot of times you know we talk about Prince and we know that he was a very hard-working person a very meticulous Mm -hmm. musician and composer and recorder and all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. but we also hear a bit about his playfulness, yeah. and this kind of hints at that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was totally in tr- in, in true Prince Ferris, and he was just like, all right, I see y'all are here. And then he went back and just, you know, probably just enjoyed 
watching all the people coming out, I just I I can't imagine um, how that would how that must feel to be able to bring be able to have that kind of pull to bring people together and uh, just kind of sit back and watch what happens. I mean, that's just it's it's an amazing kind of thing. I, I'm I'm sure he was enjoying himself that day. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did. I know I did. We played ball on his court. You know, I mean, everything was cool. Like it was just, it was an amazing day, and it it, it definitely solidified um, me wanting to bring the community together and do things as an artist and use that platform to change things in the community. Because I seen firsthand how you do it. You know, because he he was a king with that, and I, I like that. I, I really respect that. Rather. Yeah, and that that experience at Paisley Park profoundly affected you, and you got to a chance to work with a lot of people in Prince's music family, and that's mm-hmm. affected and shaped your career to this very day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just being in the scene and 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 coming across, you know, good people like Sonny Thompson and Julius Collins and Tommy Barbarella. I mean. It's amazing because these are people that, you know, you grow up listening to Prince's music and he's calling out these musicians. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're working with them or you're doing shows alongside them. And you're like, hey, this is a trip. You know, this is something that I wanted my whole life. And as a child, you know, I imagine these things. I used to like fantasize and dream about, you know, what I'd be doing when I was this age. And I'm doing exactly what I thought I would be doing. And exactly with the people that I thought I'd be doing it with. So, I mean, it's just a a profound thing, the the Minneapolis sound. And it's just a profound thing to be a part of, to uh, pay homage to, to have learned from that. Uh, It's just, it's very, uh, it's, it's, it's good for my soul. Yeah, and my spirit. I think the biggest thing that, I was influenced my whole life about Prince, or or how Prince influenced me, was that he lived his life by his own rules. And that's the kind of artist that I am. That's the kind of person that I am. And knowing that he did it, I know that it can be done, no matter what the naysayers say. I always think about when he was young, and I think about all the stories people would tell me, how everybody, you know, thinks this kid is weird and all this other stuff, and da-da-da-da-da. And it was the same thing for me growing up, you know, where it's like I always got a lot of negativity. You know, I always had this huge chip on my shoulder because I felt like um, people didn't respect my art and all these other things. But just to look back and see that I did it my way the entire time, that was something I learned from him. You know, he was very keen about being who you are and not being concerned about what people think about that because they'll catch on later. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, for me, I think that's the, 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 the main reason why I honor him, not just because of his incredible genius brilliance with music, but just the fact that he danced to the beat of his own drum and he taught me that that was okay. Interestingly enough, Pavel, your most recent album is called Fear Not. That's right. Does yeah. that come from that um, inspiration? It, it, a little bit, but mainly Fear Not. I, I'm a Scorpio, and so that's one of the uh, the mottos that Scorpios take on. It's just we're fearless people in, in certain realms and certain kind of things. I, I just I push, and I have no fear I just don't. I just never did. Even when I was a kid, I'd just walk up and talk to anybody. It didn't matter. I was just that kind of person where it was just like, you know, what am I scared for? We're all people. You know, I have. there's no reason for me to 
fair. If you like me, great. If you don't, great. That you know, at the end of the day, I'm gonna continue aspiring to reach my goals. You know, and that and that's what that's about. You know, it was like uh, after my parents passed, it was scary, and and the only way that I could get to where I am right now was I had to push past all that fear. And so once I released that album, I was like, yeah, that's we're gonna call it Fear Not. Thank you so much, Paviel, for joining me today. Paviel's latest album is Fear Not. Her website is pavielmusic.com. And also, if you're on Instagram, mm-hmm. you can follow her there, paviel <laughs> underscore music. <laughs> yep, Facebook, Twitter, everything. I'm, uh, my Twitter handle is uh, at Revolt and Uprise. So it's R3VOLTNUprise. So, um, and then Facebook is just Paviel. Um, and I also have a regular Paviel French page. But yeah, make sure you, you follow me because um, I try to drop some knowledge every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me.